This episode of Comics for Fun and Profit is brought to you by Marvel Shenanigans. Is it just me or are they purposely withholding information in the solicits in the Marvel Previews catalog? Is it possible that they would try to trick us into not knowing if it's an ongoing, a miniseries, a one-shot? Is this an experiment to see if it affects sales positively in their direction and the heck with the comic readers need to understand what they're getting into? Is it possible that they would actually use gimmicks and tricks to inflate artificially the sales of their prospective titles? I think that's a possibility, folks. It could be that Marvel is interested in profits over my and your enjoyment. Is that is that crazy? You be the judge. I don't want to be the arbiter here. But as we glance through our Marvel catalog, you let me know if you see what I see. Anyway, enjoy the show. Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 786 for comics originally releasing December the 6th and December the 7th. But before Drew and I kick off what's coming out this first week in December, Drew, anything else fun going on in the work of the comics? I got sucked into the Wednesday rabbit hole on Netflix. I saw everybody, everybody's watching that. I was like, that looks, yes. that's dumb. That's probably dumb. And then I watched all eight episodes in a row. That's pretty good. <laughs> a little Tim Burton goodness. Uh, like go. It was shot really cool. And, uh, you know, I, I, it was all right. It was like Harry Potter meets Nancy Drew. I hey, there you go. I dug it. And then um, we were looking at the, the Brazil Comic-Con drop some trailers, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like everybody was at, in Brazil dropping trailers. We had Mando 3, mm-hmm. uh, which looks fantastic. Yes. Rom- um, back in Mando land, so ready for the Mandalorian to come back. Yep. We had the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yes. That looks really good. I hear somebody might die, like a major character might die in that one. Man. They'd probably kill them all off, because none of them are coming back, right? <laughs> They've, well, Sue's contract's the most expensive. Yeah. Um, Indiana, Indiana Jones 5. Yep. No crystal skulls, no aliens, people. We're back to fighting what we need to fight. The, the search for been gay or something because he's 100 years old <laughs> he looks so old in the trailer but i'm sure they'll do it justice there you go but he, do, he does look a little rickety for an adventurer <laughs> uh, oh the new transformers yes um, something about beasts battle of the beast uh, valley of the beast i don't know mm-hmm. um, but it looked really cool i was totally sucked into that again <laughs> uh, i think that's going to be cool but, but all the, of them compared to one trailer, Drew. No, yeah, they all paled in comparison to you add all those up and they're none of them are as cool as Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. It and I I don't wanna I don't wanna throw you. The title says it all. It's a bear. <laughs> it gets into some cocaine. <laughs> Craziness ensues. Just hit record. <laughs> the movie writes itself. Yes. It, pretty pretty crazy stuff so yeah a lot of cool entertainment this week um enjoyed all that and i look forward to full-length versions of all those things (laughs) look forward to when i can enjoy them all in the comfort of my own home (laughs) yes exactly um are you ready to take a peek 
at what Marvel has in store in the worst month of all. <laughs> yes, let's see what Marvel has teed off for January. Uh, of course, looking at the very front of our previews as Drew and I head through, we see Sins of Sinister. Number uh, one, the X-Men are shattered. Another X-Men event. Yay. Yes. How many can we do? Um, somebody must be enjoying that because they keep yep. doing it. Oh, here's that Disney variant I was caught up on last month. There we go. Still hearing this. And it's not the same one, is it? It's the same exact one. Same exact. Yeah. ASM 17 Disney. And the first thing uh, we got here is more Dark Web from Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man 17. Oh, wait, this is still, we're still in November. Is this still November? Yeah, this is November that I clicked on. Do we I, not have the right... Do we not you know, have the, I don't think we have the right well, previews because I was thinking and that looks completely the same. Yeah. Well, well, we're just gonna have to skip this then if there's no new. Yeah, I don't see new Marvel because that was an old Marvel. <laughs> We've okie doked ourselves. Well, then we'll just we'll come back to this next week. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Ooh. when Marvel comes out, or, with... or I'll keep looking while we're doing the hot ten. I'll look and see if I can find. Yeah, I mean, rejoice new. because. The hot ten is current. Our it, good friends at CBSI Comic yeah. Book Invest listened to me complaining about being behind, and they simply said, "You know, we love you guys, and we're going to become current again just for you." Is so, that what they said? They did. What else would friends of mine say? So, just in time for this December second list, um, they've got a big one for us. And sure enough, everybody saw this coming. I knew this was coming a mile away. Rank number one. The Amazing Spider-Man number one, the Salvador La Roca M&M variant, limited to 5,000. Yeah. I, I call this the eight-mile variant because it's kind of the, ba- the battle rap. Now, we talked several weeks ago about the Notorious B.I.G. cover, um, and sure enough, here we have the M&M cover. The M&M cover is currently 175 to $200. Get ready, folks. You know they will now make every rapper a cover. My prediction is they will be nowhere near as popular as these first couple, but we are in a hobby full of copycats, so I'll just sit back and watch the show. The spotlight variant crashing the system faster than Taylor Swift on a Ticketmaster. <laughs> so yeah, pick it, pick your next rapper that's coming out and... Looks like Tupac, I figure, will be the next one. So we shall see. But yeah, these two are the biggest one. Eminem is the, you know, probably the big dog. At rank two, we have that notorious B.I.G. Ken Lachey variant. That one's limited to 3,000. So while I don't like this one as well, there are less of the notorious B.I.G. covers. Um, So that one is currently at 125 to 140. Guess Spidey is more popular than D.P. Deadpool. Or is M that much more popular than Biggie? Yeah, okay, that's right. So ASM is the M&M, and Deadpool is the uh, Notorious B.I.G. I did not even realize they were different books. But yeah. At rank three, we have El Sorpen de Hombre Arena, number 128, which is apparently a Spanish version of uh, Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, this has a CGC 6.5 going for $35,000. This has definitely been a buzzworthy sale this week. Sale is confirmed and completed. 
How does everyone feel about the foreign market going forward now that a Spanish cover has sold for that much money? Wow, that's crazy. At rank four, we have the first seven days, number one. Um, this is getting this is written by Tuttle Barrows and uh, Mayese Pedro on art. I can't even see who the uh, publisher is on this book. Forty to fifty dollars. I will give it to Dinesh that the team at Bad Idea. Nothing is off limits at Bad Idea. Whether you love Bad Idea or love them, you have to give them props for inventiveness. For those that don't know, they distributed this one through Diamond under a different publisher name. And that's the only way I would buy one. Because yeah. <laughs> for those of us that are now uh, boycotting Bad Idea because of their bad ideas, mm-hmm. um, that is that is pretty brilliant because that's the only way I would buy one of their stupid comics. To be tricked into it. Yeah. But yeah, it, lean into your your stupid concept for bad ideas. My cat is um, hanging itself on my speaker cord or my microphone cord. Jesus, just <laughs> killed my cat. That's not good. What a rough one. Yeah. But yeah, that that is that is crazy. First seven days, they distributed it under a different publisher. That's... And it does say bad idea at the bottom of it. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is the first seven days. Number one, bad idea, secret six surprise comic brand. So that is bonkers so but it's working because it's you know they're asking between 40 and 50 bucks yeah at rank five we have pop kills number one the second print adam hughes variant limited to one thousand currently going for two hundred dollars this is a very expensive buy-in you had to do a hundred bucks just to get it but that doesn't seem to be hurting the aftermarket because it's already worth double uh adam hughes strikes again at rank six we have the gi joe number 300 James Brown 1 in 50 Virgin variant. This is asking for over $125 already. The last IDW issue. So this one shouldn't have been a surprise to anybody. That being said, that is a ton of G.I. Joe characters on one cover. So it is a 1 in 50, but it is commanding over $125 already. And it looks like almost a big old Where's Waldo. There's so many characters on it. At rank 7, we have Spider-Man The Lost Years number 1 up to 15 to 20 dollars from what it used to be at just five to ten dollars this is one of those way out there speculation plays that even if it turns out to be true it's still likely not worth the gamble some connection with hallow's eve and a character that is in this book feel free to pick up this one just for the cover or skip it at any other price so we'll have to do some more digging into Spider-Man The Lost Years, number one, to find out exactly what that's going on there. At rank eight, we have Earth Divers, number one, an IDW book. Ten to fifteen dollars. I'm not super familiar with this title, but it appears to be another post-apocalyptic storyline, except in this one, they add in time travel. Might be an interesting premise. Has anyone read up on this? Is it worth the read? You had me at post-apocalyptic, and you left me at time travel. So, <laughs> speaking of time travel, that um, I see that Mar- Marjorie Finnegan, uh, what was it temporal crime criminal or something like that? Was yeah, that, remember that Garth Ennis book? They got mm-hmm. optioned. It's gonna be it's gonna be optioned and as a a media property. So there we go. 
if you see if we can if, get that on a good one and not one yeah, of those weird backwater ones. If you like, um, if you like time travel, which it sounds like you don't. <laughs> I, you know, those are thinking movies, and I don't like them thinking movies. I like <laughs> again, Cocaine Bear, not a thinking movie. <laughs> not a thinking movie. You're right. At rank nine, we have the Star Wars Hidden Empire number one, the Art Adams one in fifty variant, still hanging around, uh, only seventy to eighty dollars at the moment. Uh, not our favorite Darth Maul, Maul, Maul cover, but some people seem to still want it because it still commands some money. At rank 10, we have Eve, number one from Boom. Was cover price or less, and 9.8s were only 30 bucks. Now it is 10 to 15, and 9.8s are 70. Still light years away from actually make, being made into a film or TV. $30 for a 9.8 was friggin' insanely low if you could have jumped on that. Yeah, that's basically the the cost of this, the CGC itself. So mm-hmm. honorable mention, we have the crow number two, the one in 25 James O'Barr from 2012. Uh, they're asking almost $90 for this. I've been telling you all for a very long time that there are some of these IDW variants that are both beautiful and very hard to find. Mark this one in both of those categories. It is a very cool cover. <laughs> and the other honorable mention mystery men comics, number 30, a CGC 4.5 went for $24,000, a very rare book that OSPG has valued at more than 400 in grade. I don't fault the red-hooded skeleton people for going after this girl, but what is going on in the background of this cover? So, again, another big number, $24,000 for this mystery. And, and Overstreet comic. says it's worth about 400 bucks. Yeah. So, there's, there's your scarcity, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have found the correct catalog and dropped it in the chat for you kyle while it's opening um for you i will uh go ahead and start this us down this this path if unless you're already open go for it homie okay so this is actually the december marvel previews for february product and on the cover we have red goblin number one the deadliest goblin of them all Followed by The Amazing Spider-Man 19, which is a Black Cat storyline with Joe Kelly and Terry Dodson working on that together. Um, Followed by another Disney variant, a little different. So, Kyle, you'd be a little happy. Yeah, there's the Fantastic Four variant. Yeah. Yeah. so, So there is another Disney variant. And then we finally get to our launch title. And it looks like it's going to be Immoral X-Men number one of three, a Karen Gillan Paco Medina book that says uh, they said mutants were humanity's future. And 10 years later, and they were proven right. The X-Men exist in a world that adores and respects them. So why are they sworn to crush it? Um, while they do, Emma can take a few minutes out to crush Mr. Sinister. It's 32 pages. It's 4.99. It's a more Immoral X-Men. Yeah. Those are some creepy covers. Yeah. We're going to lean into uh, X-Men again with Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants. Well, did you also see that uh, our our theme for some of our covers is Planet of the Apes? So there is a Planet of the Apes variant. So look for many of those. I missed that entirely. And uh, because, you know, I got my DC and my x in my marble mixed up and thought that was grod yeah that was not grod that's a an ape from planet of the apes okay yeah so just fyi if you're in for planet of the apes this uh this is your month this is your month 
Storm and the the Brotherhood of Mutants. More of this ten years later nonsense for X Men. Uh, Nightcrawler, one of three. Nightcrawlers. Okay, so this seems pretty cool. That's a female Nightcrawler. Yeah. A female boy, Nightcrawler slash Wolverine. Yeah, your uh, your boy Sice Burrier is writing the, this. Ten years into a twisted future, Mr. Sinister unleashes his private army of assassins, the Legion of the Night. Meet Wagnerine, W-A-G-N-E-R-I-N-E, commanding this killer crew of brainwashed hybrids, each one a genetic mix of Nightcrawler and another one of Marvel's most murderous mutants. Mysterious forces seek to break Sinister's control over these fatal fanatics to turn them against him. But who are they and what are their true motives? Enter Mother Righteous and a meeting of the most powerful players in the universe. So we are taking Nightcrawler's bamfing ability and putting it with every other different mutant on the spectrum and creating killing machines. So, And this cover, the first cover has four claws on each hand. Mm-hmm. The second claw cover has two claws on each hand. So I wonder if there are multiple or one of or somebody wasn't paying attention. Somebody wasn't paying attention to whether they were, yeah. It was two or four, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Kyle, we all neither one of us have read a lot of X-Men lately. Mm-hmm. Is this interesting enough to pull us back in? <laughs> I do like Nightcrawler. This is only a three-issue series, so it's a short jump Jump in as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this could be a fun little read. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It does look kind of interesting. Yeah. And then, of course, we have Red Goblin number one. I remember when Red Goblin came out, and now we're leaning back into Red Goblin a little bit mm-hmm. more. It seems like. So, you know, that was a well-over-published book. Mm-hmm. The bottom kind of fell out on it. Maybe they'll get a heat on it again. We all still have ours. Yep. <laughs> so dig them out. Dig them out. Maybe Although, they'll heat up again. not exclusively said, I'm assuming this is a one-shot, but it does not say one-shot air anywhere. No. Launching it as an ongoing. Yeah. Mr. Alex Packnadel doing the writing and Jan Bazaldua on art. Uh, neither one of them household names. I do want to see what the Derek Chu variant looks like. That could be pretty dope. The 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 Inhyuk Lee is um, very nice. Yeah, and just what I mean, I know you love them, so try to contain yourself. But we're doing window shade variants still. <laughs> window shade variants. Keep it coming. Keep them coming. Yeah. Venom number sixteen. Now Ewing, Brian Hitch. Um, Venom sixteen. Venom keeps going on. There's a. Really wicked Planet of the Apes cover with a bunch of apes attacking Venom. So, Dark Web Finale, number one. So, this is the finale one-shot of Dark Web. Okay. The end. Yeah, 40 pages. This apparently wraps everything up. Uh, We go into Bloodline, Daughter of Blade, number one. Written by Danny Lore, with art by Karen S. Darbo. Again, not household names. Yeah. So Blade's big thing was he was a hybrid, a daywalking vampire, because he was <laughs> one part of each. Okay. We're apparently watering it down even more with, with uh, who knows. So we'll see if we've got yet another iteration that has none of the drawbacks and all of the positives. 
Yeah, so maybe this daughter also doesn't even need to drink blood. Yeah. Uh, Avengers End Times, Marvel Tales number one, Brian Michael Bendis, and Pencilers from Mike Mayhew, Brendan Peterson, Terry Donson, more. So this is old this 2010. Yeah. This is uh, issues 31, 32, 33, and 34 from the 2010 Avengers run. So do you th- I mean, this has got to be a one shot, right? <clears throat> yes. So we're not even going to call them win- one shots. No, we're just reassembling and throwing things out and saying it's their a own number, number one. one. You don't know if it's one of whatever. You don't know if it's a one shot. If you, just, you walk into the comic shop, you're not going to know, and you're going to pay eight dollars for something that you probably have at home. But now they're even, but the, now they're even pulling shenanigans for us as pre-orderers. And not giving us like like you said up there that that Red Goblin's probably a one shot, right? But you can't tell. You don't know. You yeah, no clue. Betsy Braddock, Captain Britain, number one. Um, does that sound like the launch of an ongoing series to you? No, but it, you can't <laughs> tell. It's not. Mm-mm. Could be. Could be a, an ongoing. Could be a mini. They're not going to tell you. No information. Yeah. Classy. Tenny Howard. Vasco Georgiev doing Betsy Braddock, Captain Britain number one. Who asked for this? Who, who, who's, who's, about, who's beating the drum saying, give me some more Captain Britain? Yeah. That's what I want. That would be a negative Ghost Rider. Yeah. Now here we have something that is labeled as a five-issue series. Okay. Bishop War College number one. What a dumb title. Again, the superstar creative team of Jay Holtham and Sean Damian Hill. No idea. Do you know who either one of those people are, Kyle? Nope, just that there's a Rob Liefeld cover. Yeah. War College. Wow. I mean, I am getting old, Kyle. Yeah. I am am aging out of Marvel. In order to age you out even more, I'm going to talk about Demon Wars Down in Flames, number one, which is a Peach Momoko written and drawn book. With Peach Momoko covers. And then to throw you off even more, we have uh, covers by uh, Gurehuru, which is very anime, which completely throws you out of the loop for these. Mm-hmm. So It's a one-shot, though, and it's labeled as such. It is labeled correctly. I'll take it. Silver Surfer, Ghostlight number one. John Jennings and Valentin Delandro on art. Okay. I know Valentin. John Jennings, Marco Chichetto cover, yeah. Not and there a will be shot. a there will be a Silver Surfer Planet of the Apes cover. Not a one shot. Not listed as a one shot. Um, we've got the first Kang as a facsimile. Is that right? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's nice for Avengers Eight. Yeah, because Kang is going to be big, you know, in the new MCU stuff. Well, so, so were the Inhumans, if you recall. Remember how big the Inhumans were going to be. I remember being told that, but I, I I knew that was sketchy from day one. But it looks like Kang's going to be the BBEG for the next few things. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Either way, it's only four bucks to get into the Stanley Jack Kirby beautiful book. The Ant-Man Quadrophenia, not Quadrophenia, Quadrum, Quantumania? Quantumania. Quantumania is a Who album. 
from the seventies. Thank you very much. Wow, you got a few uh, synapses back and forth in there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Quantum Mania had a Kang cameo in it. Was kind of cool. Yep, and I'm sure when we get Loki too, he's going to be in that, and yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. Avengers War Across Time Two of Five that came out last month. Avengers 65. Somebody rescue Jason Aaron from the Avengers book and put him on something else. <laughs> Just point him. Kidnap him. him from the Marvel offices and say, you, you've done enough. No, yes. no more Avengers for you. Let's put you on something like Thor again. Mm-hmm. Something else. He is on Avengers 65 and Avengers Forever. Monica Rambo Photon. Scarlet Witch 2. Scarlet Witch and Planet of the Apes, man. Yeah. Those apes don't know what hit them. No. Fantastic. Fantastic Four. Four, Oh, man, that first issue was so good, Kyle. Was it? Uh, Yeah. First issue of Fantastic Four by Ryan North. It was like, it was a thing, and his wife, what's his wife's name? I can't remember. Uh, Another thing? No, his (laughs) the blind girl. Alicia. Alicia, thank you. And, um... They are on a little road trip, and it's like they come into like a a twilight up epi- a twilight zone episode where this town re- repeats its day over and over again, and they got to figure out why and, oh. and solve the and solve their their problem, and then it like it morphs from that into this incredibly like emotionally emotional touching love story um, that is just a wonderful few panels or pages at the end and um really great first issue it was a it was the weirdest first issue because it wasn't like here's the team and here's what we're going to be doing in the six issue art it was a standalone one issue story right off the bat um and i was like it was refreshing so read that read it it's good might be my favorite uh fantastic four since the only other good Fantastic Four, which was what the the Galactus. Oh wow! There's okay. the origin. There's Galactus, and then there's never been anything else. <laughs> wow! So they they're on a 50 year drought to you for you. In my mind, yes. Wow, poor guys. I I hope I hope it continues as good as that was. I have I I feel good about Joe Fixit. I'm I'm hopeful about that. I thought that was an all red cover for a second. Yeah. I do like the uh, James, uh, James McKelvey. So they're saying James McKelvey, but I only know Jamie McKelvey, so I'm not sure what's going on there. Yeah. Um, but the poker, the poker variant looks awesome. Now, um, Peter David, the writer of this, has had a, had a series of strokes and is in the hospital. Oh, my. Uh, uh, so I'm not sure if this is finished. Or I imagine very, with it being labeled as a five issue, we've written the whole thing. I would think very well could be his last work. Oh my! Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure how well he's not doing great. I guess. Um, but we wish him speedy recovery, of course, and we and I hope hope he's back to writing more more good Hulk comics. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, our all our all our legendary comic creators, Kyle, they're they're getting old. Yeah, it's actually uh, kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, we stay the same age. Oh, yeah. Uh, Invincible Iron Man. I don't I'm know how, if this is this is good or not, but um, might be. 
Doctor Strange 404, this Trad Moore book is coming to an end. Uh, it looks just absolutely a whack job. Yeah, I have the first issue, and I I'm not looking forward to even reading it. It looks pretty weird. <laughs> I think I made a mistake. There are so many typos and errors in this. In this, oh, really? nobody is pre-doing this. Like I said, they screwed up Jamie McKelvey's name in the Joe yeah. Fixit solicit. Yeah. If you look at the Wasp solicit, they 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 you know the word cover is misspelled. <laughs> Get your crap together, Marvel. And 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 Marvel, this is really damning because Kyle can barely spell. I can you know I'm barely <laughs> literate, and yet I'm just if he's picking up typos yeah. that your editors should have caught. That's bad. Yeah, that means all you had to do was read it once before you hit send. Variant Cove by Dyke Juan. We don't even know if that's his real name because yeah, because we'll they never know cover. They're phoning in names too. <laughs> Jeez, I do like that Wasp cover though. Tom Riley cover. Yeah, yeah. Deadpool four by Alyssa <laughs> Wong. I wonder if it's any good. All I know is that Deadpool Planet of the Apes cover is pretty cool. What's he doing? He's got a bunch of young, nothing, a bunch of young apes around him. Yeah, a bunch of what's that one guy? Cornelius is. Yeah. Like yeah. Okay, so this is cool. So I, I'm going to give Marvel their flowers. Okay. Amazing Spider-Man 19. There is a no prize cover. Yeah, and you know what surprises me that it's taken all these years for them to do something like this. Yeah. Which is so simple that they literally just took a photograph yeah. of the envelope of a no prize. Yeah. But, you know, and really it, since it's a, it's a, a no prize doesn't have an envelope by the way. Cuz cuz a no prize is is, is it was not a card, a wasn't it? No, it was not a prize. It's a no prize. You when when you when you wrote in and found an error back in the day, and you wrote in and got your letter in, and you'd say, oh, on page four, you know, this, you, you got this wrong. His origin was actually, uh, you know, in radioactive juice or something, you know. <laughs> wow. Whatever it, whatever it was. Whatever they got wrong. Yeah. And then Stan Lee would say, oh, all right, dear reader, you've won the no prize. And you look for that in your mail. And there was never a no prize. You weren't going to get anything. It was just it was just a joke. You're, yes. You got props for getting for finding out what was wrong but you never actually got anything now maybe years later they did start giving out stuff but at the back in the day uh, that was the whole thing was it was a no prize you didn't get anything so is it i think it's still clever so is it possible they have written this solicit like a kindergartner so i will find all the errors in it because of the no prize (laughs) maybe maybe that's what they're going for yeah. Kyle, you won the no prize for, for finding that single uh, typo in our entire match. Not single. Literally in two pages, I found two obnoxious errors. <laughs> and I'm not even reading through the solicit. That's just in the big the big print. The big print. <laughs> the big words. Yes. Kyle doesn't like small words. <laughs> Me no like e multiple syllables. <laughs> we also yes, have the... 20. Yeah, the 20th issue. Still, we're doing this um, Black Cat storyline, so I'm gonna, I'm in. I, I love Black Cat. I love Black Cat and Spider-Man together. They're awesome. Put them in the snow. Yeah. You put Mary Jane and Black Cat together. I like that oh, as well. No, you put Mary Jane, Black Cat together, and then say J. Scott Campbell, make it happen. <laughs> yeah, that's a great cover. Yeah. And that's your A cover, man. That's, that's your A. A. That's yeah. what you need. Not holding it back from anybody. 
No. Miles Morales, Spider-Man 3. She's a real rabble rouser. Okay. Now, rabble. So this is, I get it because this character's name is rabble. That character's name is rabble, yeah. Because we have run out of all other names. Gold Goblin, finishing up, rounding the bin. Well, almost. Penultimate. Penultimate. (laughs) Christopher Cantwell and Lan Medina. Deadly Neighborhood Spider-Man. Drop that one after one. Taboo like. and B Earl were not writing what you would want. Nah, not for me. Spider Man Five. You know, it didn't really connect with that first Spider Man. In slot, slot we trust. I know, it wasn't great. Room think. Spider Man Lost Hunt. First one. Didn't love it either. It's okay. Just okay. Ryan Brown is a very good cover artist. He's gotten better over the years. Yeah. Not to be confused with Ryan North, who wrote a fantastic, fantastic four. Did I tell you that? <laughs> no, you did. You did. We're going to go back to the well for an amazing Spider-Man 129 first Punisher facsimile. I think that's been out before, but why not offer that again? Two, two, two facsimiles. In, oh, yeah. It's been out so many friggin' times. Yeah. And then we're re-offering the original Punisher War Journal. Wow. No. Is that what that is? No. The origin of the War Journal. Yeah, but that's yeah, but that's not because it's got the that's new not a reprint. Logo. Oh yeah, because they've got the the new the new logo that logo. you like so much. Yeah. Murder Doesn't World just look that much more derpy with that logo on there. Oh, yeah, you hate it. We I know you hate it. I know you hate it. But and, just like uh, look at that. Like he's he's. I, I can't defend it anymore. I can no longer defend it. Uh, we slide down to Murder World, Moon Knight, Jim Zub, Ray Fox. Um, Luca Pizzari getting to write a Moon Knight story now, which is great. Um, but whoever's doing that cover, that's Paco Medina. Um, Moon Knight is not that thick across the middle. <laughs> yes. He has he has some odd pants on that just aren't very flattering. I love how we've cut him off so we don't have to draw anything below the knees. We don't have to draw feet. No. And yeah. He's we a double have, amputee. Moon Knight. Phoning this in. Yeah. yeah, not great, Paco. We have post-Thanksgiving Moon Knight. <laughs> it's very, very possible that there could be some stuffing in there and uh, extra, extra turkey and yeah. gravy. Moon Knight thicker than a Snickers. <laughs> but Murder World, huh? Okay. Murder World. Life or death, game of treachery and tragedy, brought to you by Jim's Up. So I'm one shot, there. just FYI, one shot. Yeah, but you know, hallelujah, bless him. You know, give me more Moon Knight. Give me a Moon Knight in a variety of ways. Keep him True. going. True. It's nice. Just, just pay a better artist next time. Yeah, yeah. Takes what I can get. X Men nineteen. Yeah. Captain Marvel forty six. <laughs> Peach Momoko's Planet of the Apes variant is just. I'm gonna draw Captain Marvel, and then I'll just draw apes in the background. I'm not doing any more than that. Yeah. Which is kind of what's happening yeah. throughout the month. Yeah. So does Disney own uh, Planet of the Apes franchise as well, I'm guessing? I imagine they'd have to, yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't do this, right? Mm-hmm. We're finishing up Wakanda. We're finishing up Namor. Uh, Black Panther on issue 14. From Captain America. Side quest books. Symbol of Truth at 10, Legion of X at 10, Marauders at 11. 
All Out Avengers 6, Planet Hulk, World Breaker, Penultimate 4 of 5. Same with Secret Invasion 4 of 5. Now, I want to I want to read this because it's Ryan North. Yeah. I was so impressed with him. I want to go check out an, another of his books, but it's too late for me. <laughs> Missed the boat. Tiger Division, 4 of 5. I don't know what that is. Carnage Hits 10. She-Hulk at 10. That's still solid. Ghost Rider I popped off on. That's 11. Savage Avengers at 10. Hmm. Moon Knight hits 20. Hey. Puts him in the like top three or four of uh, volumes at this point in longevity. And you're getting four covers, it looks like, for Moon Knight. One of them being a Planet of the Apes cover. Okay. By Gerardo Sandoval. Mm-hmm. Thor hits 31. The Torin Gronbeck run. Donny Cates and Ryan Otley round in the end. They also have a no prize cover. Yes. Okay, there's a couple of different no prize covers. Strange Academy hits finals five. Moon Girl, Devil Dinosaurs, third of five comes out. Right in the middle. There's finally we get to a Zadarsky book. That's Daredevil eight. It's in a war. They they're also getting a Planet of the Apes cover by Terry yeah. Dodson. That'll be fun. A variant cover by is AKA also known as, or is there actually a, a cover artist name AKA? Yeah, that's what I'm curious. Yeah. Not, it's not TBD. Not DVD, but Aka. Okay. Uh, we're going to do an alien book. Then we're going to do give Sana Staros uh, her own Star Wars book. This is uh, yeah, Han's wife, right? Yeah, his, his first wife. Yeah. His retcon first wife. That didn't really. <laughs> oh. Right? Until just until recently, right? I we mean, didn't know about her before. We didn't know, correct. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, when did... So this happened after Solo movie, before he and... Before New Hope, right? Mm-hmm. That would have been when he was married to her, right? Correct. Or would it have been... Because we... Yeah, when would he have married her? He ends up with Leia, so just FYI, and has a child. So this was all before we 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 catch him. How much time is there after Solo before New Hope? These are great questions. You are my Star Wars timeline aficionado, sir. You mm-hmm. are who I go to for these answers. So what was the question again? With, how much time after Solo before New Hope? Because he meets Leia in New Hope. Correct. They fall in love. Yes. The Return of the Jedi, right? I guess there's time between Empire and Jedi. He could get, he could marry somebody too. Mm-hmm. And but but there's probably not a lot of time after Jedi because he 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 they have a kid. Yeah, and some say, some are saying it's like a fake marriage because Han actually denies the marriage still. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So maybe it was just a cover story for some yeah, con for a, or for a scam or a con. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That I think you could probably squeeze in between yeah. between movies. I I'll allow it. There we go. We've we've come we've solved the mystery. Yes. Is she getting a, is she getting a full series? She'd get a five five issue issues. Series. Yeah, five issues written by Justina Ireland and Pepe Perez. And I wonder this is all her time leading up to 
maybe we'll find out. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll. Star Wars The Blade finishes up. Uh, High Republic 5 continues to go. Heck yeah. I like that Todd Knock with that, that cover. That's pretty cool. And Yoda 4. No Yoda and Planet of the Apes covers. So no Yoda and Planet of the Apes. Missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Mando 8. <clears throat> that is a good Grogu cover, though. Hidden Empire goes to 3 of 5. Regular Star Wars, 31. Bounty Hunters. Bounty Hunters hits 31. Yeah. I would, have, would not have guessed that. I would not have thought they had that much going in that. No. Dr. Afra at 29. This is her second volume, though. Yeah, and that's BT and Triple Zero on the cover, our favorites. So they're back. Yes. Did we, I thought they kicked, killed them off. Nope. I thought you told me that. Darth Vader hits 31. It's time to reboot all these. They're yeah, 100%. Too, too high in the tooth. Yeah. Free comic book day books are going to be Spider-Man and Venom. Well, we were going to look at those this week. We'll have to look at those next week. There's um, Mightiest Heroes. A lot of uh, free comic book day books. Nothing jumping out at me. Anything jumping out at you there, Kyle? Nothing. Might be some kind of Spidey, Spidey thing that happens. Some some 1962 omnibus. What is that? What's that deal? It's like we're just collecting entire year runs of things. So is that everything that came out in the in 1961 from Marvel? Yeah. Or is that selected? So like if we're looking at 1963, it's got Avengers number one from 63, ASM number five from 63, Fantastic Four 19 from. Yeah. So like they're just cherry picking different books from those years. By presenting each. Okay. 63 has each and every Marvel comic from the month of their debut. By Marvel of Comics was taking over. I was creating hit after hit. X-Men and Avengers were destined to have a historic impact. They've taken over modern pop culture. But back in 63, we were just a small part of a much larger and more varied tapestry on the newsstands. Marvel also unveiled groundbreaking annuals, experimented with a new type of war comic, continued their tales of frontier justice, and appealed to audiences not interested in fisticuffs with teen humor and romance titles. Amazing and very different time. And you can immerse yourself in the air right here, collecting Avengers 1, Amazing Spider-Man 5, Fantastic 419, and Annual, Journey into Mystery 96, Modeling with Millie 25, Patsy and Hetty 90, and her annual, Patsy Walker 109, Rawhide Kid, Sergeant Fury, Strange Tales, Tales of Suspense, Tales to Astonish, X-Men, Number 1, Kathy 25, Kid, Colt Outlaw, Millie the Model, and Two Gun Kid. That's fun. It's a fun idea. Mm-hmm. And you know what I wish they would do? I wish they would put these phone books size things out with like everything that's coming out for each week. Yeah. You know, they should just put those out like they do manga over overseas. Yeah. Or it's just like a big phone book of everything and you read what you like and skip the rest. That'd be kind of neat. Not but at $100, this, though. I was going to say, this is 656 pages. This is 100 bucks for a snapshot at one year. Yeah. It isn't everything. Mm-mm. Just a snapshot. Wow. Wow. Okay, that is, that's a neat idea. Give them props for that. Yep. I ain't buying it. <laughs> but it's a neat idea. Uncollected, collected, lots of collected. 
Anything jumping out there, Kyle? Nope. All right. Okay, Kyle. I may have jumped the gun. There was some neat stuff there. Could have been so much worse. Could have been so much worse. They had some typos, you know. Could have (laughs) maybe, could use an editor. Yes. Guess you get what you pay for, Marvel. But yeah, good, good stuff. Speaking of good stuff, Drew, we've uh, gone through our previews catalog. Time for a break from our show to pay the bills. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the C4 fap links you could ever need all in one place. You can provide feedback, listen, support, share, enjoy these. We have our Patreon there. You can buy us a beer or a coffee. You can check out our Instagrams, our Twitters, our Facebooks. Check out our YouTube page. You can email us. You can listen to our podcasts on Patreon, if you're a subscriber, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on Podbean. We have Google Podcasts on there. We have an Amazon wish list. You want to buy Kyle and I something? Fine. You can do that here. We appreciate it. We have Kyle's RPG podcast listed on there, so you can check out his Dork Day Afternoon offerings. We have Cowabunga links, so you can check out the Cowabunga Deep Discount FOC and Pre-Order list. Get on that. That's RLCS, so you can check that out as well. And we want to just give you opportunities to say hi, to check out what we're doing, support us if you would like, or just listen. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the c4 fap links you could ever need thanks back to the show but we still have our final order cutoffs that are due this weekend to see if we can grab a few items that are coming out here soon a little sooner than the uh, two-month push that we get with our previews so drew if you'll head over with me to lunar distributions i can do that to see the foc stuff i will have my Handy in any Excel sheet here from our good friends at uh, Cowabunga Comics and Deep Discount Comics to do my ordering and my additional things. They give me this dope little sheet to look through and make sure I tally things out. Um, so let's see what we can find for the uh, books for the fourth. Batgirls is the best covers on a book nobody's reading. Correct. You know, this Dan Hip 1 in 25, love it. Of course, there's an, a cover B that's Art Germ that's great. Mm-hmm. The standard Corona is kind of clever. Yep. I like it. So another good round of covers for Batgirls, um, which I liked it. I'm immediately drawn to the crazy uh, Ben Temple Smith 1 in 25 on Batman and the Joker, the Deadly Duo number three. Yeah, and that's saying something because there are a lot of creepy covers. Yeah. For Ben to stick out like that. Um, yeah, for Ben and Temple Smith. We were big fans of Temple Smith, and that's yep. a really good cover of his. Yep, like it a lot. We were just talking about him. Wonder what he's doing. Well, he's doing this cover. He's doing covers. Bath and Gotham Knights, Gilded City number four, the video game cardstock cover. It's got my boy Nightwing on it, and that is a nice Nightwing cover. Haven't seen one in so long. Had to stop and point it out. I don't. Is that is that his logo right in the background? Is it? They got that correct. Yeah, it's the more digital version of his logo, yeah. Okay, okay. Not Batman, sure who gets one... The, oops, sorry, go ahead. Who's getting the design variant there on Batman Incorporated 4, cover D? Do you know who that is, by any chance? Ghostmaker. That's Ghostmaker? Okay. Yeah. But are you paying a 1 in 50 price for the no. thought that Ghostmaker is going to pop? No, no, I'm not. 
Uh, Batman one, one Bad Day goes to Bane. Half a dozen really nice covers for that. Yeah. Batman the Adventures continues season one. Season three, I'm sorry. One of seven. Tons of covers for them. What, Sega 5, maybe? Mm-hmm. Facsimile for Flash 123, which is uh, the race between uh, Old Flash and New Flash, or whatever. Yep, that's a great one. Or Worlds Collide cover, I should say. It looks like they're racing, but they're not actually. They're racing to a guy. Human Target hits 10 of 12 with three pretty nice covers. Very nice covers. Big fan. And Lazarus Planet Alpha, we get a chance to check into our launch title for uh, the event that may or may not suck. I really like this Harley Quinn 24 second print. That's the Harley Who Laughs design cover. That is a very, very good cover. Oh, okay. That is nice. I can see that. We've not seen that before, right? I haven't, but I'm not reading a lot of Harley. A lot of monkey prints on this Lazarus Planet Alpha. Mm-hmm. And it's really keeping me at bay. Boy, they're doing a lot of covers. I'm at cover. I'm at cover K. One one hundred. Holy moly! Yeah. Stabity bunny collectible collected. That's a presswork printer plate. Yeah, that's wicked. Whatever that means. One Pressworks collectible inside. That's pretty cool. Several Wildcats covers. Wonder Woman covers. They all look pretty solid. All right. Let's slide on down to Image. See what they got going on. 20th Century Men, 5th of 6th. Got a Slash getting a deluxe edition. That's nice. Manifest Destiny 48 reissue of the series finale. A resolicit, I should say. Yeah, I don't. Okay. It's, that's this it. didn't come out yet, did it? I don't think so, no. Yeah, so this it says rest, which I assume is resolicit more than re. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. it might have had some delays. Yeah. But this is our finale of Manifest Destiny. Boy, is that a good book. Yeah, yeah. It's if only really it could have come out. Fin- yeah. yeah, it's limping to the finish line. So we'll see how it goes. But I mean, I've enjoyed almost all of it. So yeah. public domain. Cliffhangers, cliffhangers, cliffhangers. That Texas blood gets collected. Come on, cat. You're going to kill yourself. The cat's trying to commit suicide on my Yeti cord. <laughs> I am down in Boom Studios looking at Mosley, number one. A Rob Gilroy and Sam Lofty book. Okay. Anything to it? No. Not really. The hyper-technological world of the later 21st century. Blah, blah, blah. blah means Kyle got bored halfway through yep. the solicit. Yeah, it's a, it, it's a book about a janitor. I don't know. Yeah, I can't. Ah, if I can't even finish the, the, the solicit. There's nothing, nothing there for you. We do have uh, Spy Superb, a Matt Kent book. He's doing the writing. He's doing the art. He's doing the cover. Um, it's a Dark Horse book from his Flux House imprint. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. John Wick meets Wes Anderson in a Ooh, mystery thriller. Yeah. yeah, I remember that solicit. Yep. So that could be good. It's a little that expensive. Is 
Very cool B cover. It's eight bucks though. Got to know that going in. But I mean, you're sure. it's 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 a name asking for eight bucks, so you I'm know sure you Matt, get a few pages. Yeah, if you know you like Matt Cat, it's easier to do than some of these randos who want six bucks to start a book. <laughs> yeah, he's not, he's not a rando. You're right. Exactly. IDW TMNT, the last run in last year's number one. Um, so we have some very cool uh, reissue of the last run and, and my boy Gavin Smith doing a cover uh, like that. Great work on that one. How do I know Gavin Smith again? Uh, he did some of the Accelerators covers and stuff. Okay. And he was really Blue cool. Stuff. Yeah, and he was really cool when we went to the Columbus Comic Con. So. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I always support him because he was just such a good yeah. dude. All you got to do is be nice to us. Yep. CVSI. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we are not being shown the Kevin Eastman cover. So yeah. Right. Hulk 11. Marvel. Inspired Man hits number two with a really cool latent connecting cover. Yeah. Avengers Forever number 13 has a classic homage on the Pepe Larraz cover. Which is the Vision um, homage. Okay. Uh, very cool cover. Probably worth getting that as the homage cover. A lot of cool Star Wars covers. Just a, a, The Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary is just a classic C3PO and R2D2 cover. I like yep. it. Yoda goes to a second printing. Very cool. And the Wasp first issue. It's a four issue series with the window shades variant. Oh, so tempting. Gonna get those window shades, but I like get the classic window shades. Tom Riley cover that's just old school retro. Looks now, if good. you're doing a window shades cover, having a tiny wasp like characters is kind of cute in the window shades, but they're all stupid. Just FYI. All right, all right. So of all the stupid ones, this is the least stupid. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. Gotcha. Just wanted to shoehorn that in there. Nothing from Dynamite. Go my back half, see if anything comes out and grabs me. Action journalism number four, I assume, would. Yes, yes. Probably more fun, uh, less profit. Cat, I'll, I'll kill you. Get out of my cords. <laughs> Just wants attention. I know, at the worst time. Kitty side. What is, is, there, is there something called kitty side? <laughs> Feline side? <laughs> Feline hurry curry? Something like that. Man, so much manga. Yeah. So much Anime manga. Anime is king that. anymore, man. It's crazy. I know. I don't know how people have time. I guess you just choose. You just, you are an, you are a manga reader and you don't read any other, you don't read regular comics. Yeah. Uh, I, you don't find a lot of people that dip their toe in both with any great regularity. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, we we sample stuff all the time, but man, to be able to like actually read a significant portion of manga and a significant portion of comics, I don't know how you do it. Man, it's crazy. Robin Hood, Dagon, number one. Tim Seeley's Lucky, number one. Um, so Tim Seeley and Troy uh, Dungara are releasing Lucky through the Keen Spot imprint for the Keen Spot publisher. Six bucks a pop. 
lord. That was nothing but manga in the back half. Holy smokes. <laughs> All right, Drew, I'm still going to make you pick your book that you got to get from this FOC. Uh, I don't want to take yours, so I'm going to let you go first. And if you don't okay. take it, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take the second print of Harley Quinn 24. Okay. That's why I waited. That's why I thought you might take that one. Yep. Um, I'm going to go with Wasp number one. Wow. And I'm going to go with a standard A cover on that. I like it. It's clean, crisp. And the trailer has got me excited for Wasp. Excellent. All right, Drew. So now it's time to head on over to our good friends at Cover Price and see what their thoughts are on the current secondary market and what's going on. And, of course, rank number one, the same M&M Amazing Spider-Man number one cover limited to 5,000. 368 copies sold on the secondary market. Massive. Seeing as much as $240 for raw copies. Settling down to about 187 bucks, But boy, these 5,000 copies are all being moved. So much more accessible than the last one, though. How did you get it? Available on Eminem.com. That's stupid. Yep. Very stupid. We've talked before. We don't like cutting comic book shops out of these things. Yeah. That's crazy. But to each their own. At rank number two, Eve number one, the cover A, we talked about this. A recent tweet to Eve writer Victor Lavala asks, is it true Eve from Boom Studios has or is getting optioned, Victor? Responded, is true. There's an amazing team working hard to make it a reality. Similar to what we heard before. CGC 9.8 copy. Uh, CGC 9.8 is going for $90. And fair market value on floppies, 13 bucks. We talked about this pop kill, number one, the second print. Adam Hughes nude variant, 1,000 copies available. Uh, apparently it was a Kickstarter thing. This is the first time a book in our top 10 trended due to nudity and featured an adult censored cover. But as the saying goes, sex sells. Pop Kill has numerous censored co- uh, covers across its four issues, with this being the first to hit our list. It is also the nude version of Adam Hughes' closed cover for issue four, which was only available on Kickstarter with a limited run of 270 copies. That closed cover is now very expensive, trending at a new uh, near-mint FMV of $859 and $1,900 for, for a CGC 9.8. With such high values, this new version has fans racing to buy uh, copies of the uh, from the Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor websites. Okay. It instantly sold out with at least 18 buyers flipping their copies for profit online. This makes me mad. Yeah. Makes me mad. Um, Kickstarter is not for you, Adam Hughes. Kickstarter is yeah. not for Archie Comics. We found that out. Yep. Kickstarter is not for established comic creators to cash in. It is for people that covers. Don't, they don't have any other venue to get their things produced. You go over to, I don't know, Boom. Call up Boom. Say, hey, I want to do this book with some nudie covers. And they'd be, oh, okay, you can do it here. We'll, we'll, we'll actually front you some money for that. We'd love, we'd love for you to do it here. Go to IDW. Oh yeah, we'll take you, Adam Hughes. Um, what are you, what are you doing? Don't clog up Kickstarter, Mister Established Comic Creator. We don't, <laughs> you don't need it. You don't need it. 
and don't give me this capitalism crap. You go over somewhere else. Leave leave the Kickstarter alone. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That has been my soapbox for this hour of Comics Refund Problem. <laughs> All right. I like it. Thank you for that. Where were you? Uh, clicking around. Sorry, I'm back now. At rank four, we have Astonishing X-Men number nine from 2005. The fandom has hawkish eyes and Ryan Reynolds' noses. Reynolds was reading a comic during the announcement video declaring Hugh Jackman would return as Wolverine. Fans began began speculating this was a slight nod to the possible female villain of the third film, specifically Danger, the sentient human form of X-Men's Danger Room. We tracked 31 copies sold and a high sale of $15 for a raw, but fair market value for about eight bucks. But just FYI, this is deep dive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Notorious B.I.G. cover we talked about a couple weeks ago and last week. Um, again, there's less of this one's a print run of 3000 instead of the 5000 uh, high sales of 181 for raw settling down to about 144. Yeah. So this should settle back down, but. There are still covers available from Hall's web store. So you don't oh. actually have to jump on the uh, secondary market for these because you can just order them for 30 bucks. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Probably not now. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know. I'll click on that afterwards. At rank six, we have the Omega Men number three. Lobo is proving to be quite the mainstay in the top 10 with numerous teases from, teases from James Gunn and the fawning over Lobo from Jason Momoa. It's safe to say Lobo has a few influential fans over at DC. $390 for CGC 9.8 and floppies for about 78 bucks. At rank seven, we have the century number one from Marvel tooth. The it came out in the year 2000. We don't have much to speculate on with phase five of the MCU. One rumor recently circulated that the century will be the main antagonist in the new Thunderbolts. The rumor was specifically sparked by an unconfirmed Marvel casting request for, for an evil Superman type. The century slash void conflict would make an excellent addition to the MCU. With that said, proceed super cautiously. But we did track 18 copies sold on the secondary market. CDC 9.8 is going for 350 and Rawls for 115. Huh. At rank eight, Saban's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number two from 1995 was a sad day for the Power Rangers community as Jason David Frank, or as many knew him, Tommy the Green Ranger, passed away. People would deal with t- tragedy in different ways, and some opted to pick up the first appearance of the Green Ranger in comics to celebrate the beloved ranger rest in peace jdf tracking 16 copies secondary market high sale of 41 dollars for cgc 8.5 and raws are eight bucks if you are if you or someone you know is struggling reach out dial 988 or visit 988lifeline.org make them speak with someone as soon as they can Jeez, real, real downer kyle well i mean you know talk to somebody at rank nine, we have Daredevil 58 from the 2004 Marvel run. This book features the first appearance of Angel Del Toro, the fourth white tiger, although not in costume, as well as the modern depiction of the Night Nurse. Fans have been speculating who Jenna Ortega will be playing in the upcoming Daredevil Born Again series, debuting on Disney+. Many believe it will be this version of the white tiger. 
However, there has yet to be any concrete evidence, but we tracked 15 copies on the secondary market. High sale of $382 and a CGC 9.8 for us. High sale of $382 for a CGC 9.8 and rolls at like six bucks. And of course, Amazing Spider-Man 4, the regular cover A. This is our Silk first appearance, still going for crazy amounts. CGC 9.8 for $250. It's $120 for Rawls. Nuts. Nuts. But we like it. Big fan of that one. Yeah. Uh, Rank 11, we have Hulk number two. This is the most recognizable cover of Red Hulk is Hulk number one. This collectors continue to pick up the character's first cover appearance. The value continues to increase. This one sold 11 copies. 225 for CGC 9.8. Raw, around 22 bucks. At rank 12, we have the Star Wars Hidden Empire David Lopez Travel 1 in 25 variant. Uh, Iden Verzio burst into Star Wars lore with her explosive debut in the Star Wars Battlefront 2 video game. I'll take your word for it. Um, she makes another entrance more subtle through a cameo appearance in this issue. Retailer incentive is moving fairly quickly. Um, this is The current value is below typical for a 1 in 25. But we tracked 11 copies sold. Uh, high sale of 30 bucks for a Roth. Fair market around 14 8 billion genies back around at rank 13. Uh, which streamer is it that has this? Amazon. Amazon is doing this one. So uh, it's heating up. 10 more copies sold. $125 for a CGC 9.8. Raw's around 36 bucks. At With rank, Amazon, there's definitely a chance. There's a chance that it'll get one season and then get canceled. <laughs> At rank 14, we have Amazing Spider-Man number one, the facsimile. Um, it's amazing that the facsimile has made it on here, but people are excited for it. 14 copies, high sale of 65 for CGC 9.8, and Raw is around $4, which makes it... Um, uh, go ahead and get that CGC. You can do okay. You can buy it right off the rack for $4. <laughs> uh, rank 15, we have... Wolverine number one from 1988 continues to sell 16 more copies of this sold high sale of $400 for a CGC 9.8 Rawls around 57 rank 16. Speaking of which more things selling like they used to spawn number one from 92, another 13 copies of this sold to the 13 people that didn't have it. High <laughs> sale of $180 for a 9.8. Fair market value is around 29 bucks. That's the one that you pick up. You continue to buy the Raws. Mm-hmm. And you continue to ship those off for CGCs because the profit is still there. So yep. um, way more than whatever that other thing they were talking about up there was. <laughs> Facsimiles. Uh, yeah, the facsimile. So the Amazing Spider-Man 14, 1 in 25, Alex Maleev, uh comes in at rank 17. 28 copies sold. High sale of 20 bucks for a raw. Not bad. Um, well, it's one. What is it? 125 for 20 bucks? No, not great. Nope. Uh, Dark Crisis, the Dark Army, the Taj Tenfold Foil, one in 25. Uh, Red Canary 2 debuted back in Dark Crisis number three. That was just a cameo. This is a retailer incentive showing her first full appearance and cover appearance. The Red Canary 2. Okay. Red Canary cool the second. Cover. Yeah. Uh, track 20 copies of this. High 
high sale of 50 bucks for a raw current fair market value of 24 bucks so you know don't pay too much for this one folks <laughs> uh black panther number two from 2005 comes in at rank 19 this is shuri's first appearance um so let's see we got uh how much of this sold 14 copies of this sold high sale 300 bucks for a cgc 998 uh, and rounding it out we have at rank 20 spider-man the lost years number one from 1995 the Debut of Hollow's Eve may have taken the 17th spot. This book is a hidden key of its own. The alter ego of the new villain debuted in this issue as Elizabeth Tyne, later becoming Janine Godby. Janine meets the unfortunate fate of being transformed into a demonic entity by the Queen Goblin nearly a decade after her character's initial. Ten copies sold, high sale of $44 for CGC 9.4. And fair markets on near mints, raws around eleven dollars. I think somebody's trying to manufacture this <laughs> into something. <laughs> that was a make. long way to yeah. go to try to stick to try to prop this sucker up. As a but this was on both lists, and they they said this was a long, this was a stretch. And uh, our good friends at CBS, <laughs> I said even if you jump on early, it still probably won't be worth it. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. You go. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Let's head on over and do some sneaking and peeking. Yeah, the reason everybody came for the sneak peek at next week, let's head on over to our good friends at Lunar Distributions and look at, see what's coming up, see if we can find anything in our DCs. And, of course, the first thing that just jumps off the page is Batman 130, the cover C, the Stefan Sajic cardstock variant that has a gorgeous Superman in front of the dinosaur statue with the penny in the background, all the things I love from the Batcave. Boy, that's a good-looking cover. You said Superman, didn't you? Meant Batman. Okay. I like the the Del Auto too. It's pretty mm-hmm. nice. But you're right. The Sajic's pretty special. Yeah, and then the cover D is the holiday cardstock cover. That's uh that's a that's a keeper there too. That's a great one. That's a great one. It's gonna be tough to choose. Yeah, so I was just thinking. And of course we got spawn covers with some of these. We were talking about facsimiles earlier, so Brave and the Bold number twenty eight, which is our I think our first Scarrow. Uh, <laughs> I think it's actually our first. Uh, is it our first Justice League? I don't know what it is. It's something like that. Was it? I don't remember. It's something like that. Oh, okay. First time as Justice League of America. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Duh. Dark Crisis War Zone number one as its one shot out. Very nice. Gotham City year th- year one number three. It looks like a. Jackie Onassis on the cover of Cover B by Greg Smallwood, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a very Jackie O cover. What the heck? I'm guessing that's uh, that's mom, mom and dad there from Batman. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the Waynes. Yeah, because of the pearls. Oh, the friggin' pearls. Yeah, you're right. Love the Jessica Fong Poison Ivy number seven. Shill baby shill. It's great. <laughs> I want that shirt. Should be easy to print. Have your daughter uh, do it. Uh, yeah, she can do that out on the, the cricket. Um, we got the Poison Ivy 7 by Josh Middleton as well, which is great. Leslie Lyrics uh, coming on the scene doing a, a Poison Ivy cover that's pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, so good good stuff there. Uh, a lot of Rick and Morty and Cthulhu. I don't see the connection, but. Yeah, I'm not sure uh, that storyline, but uh, could be fun. 
yeah a lot of good stuff there to check out let's head down and see what uh image is doing all against all number one alex Pacnado and casper wingard yeah there's that alex Pacnado. i was wondering who who that was he's this guy <laughs> Alex Pacnagel is from DC versus Vampires, All Out War, and Giga. And Casper Wingard is from Homesick Pilots. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Take that for what it's worth. Golden Range fin- Golden Rage finishes up with its fifth issue. Uh we get a first issue with Hexware, Tim Seeley book, but with Zulima, Lavina on art. So Hexware I was, I had, there was some interest in there. It's uh, essentially technology and magic mixed together. Uh, I do like that Tim Seeley cover B as well. And I do like the blank sketch covers. <laughs> you, you always do. Well, it's just like that one's a little more stylized. Like yeah, I gotcha. just put the title at the top. There's things to be learned from these. Chill. Yes, there is. I'm, I'm, I'm not attacking it. Yeah, you, there was a scoff in you, and I didn't know no, if it was because no, of me like, or because of Sealy. You always call those out. You do. You you've got you've always you've got your reasons. Mm-hmm. Quality stuff there. Drew, tell me about Radiant Pink number one. Uh, no, don't know. At that Texas <laughs> Blood number twenty will launch a new story arc. If the last one finished off pretty greatly, so I am I'm I'm super psyched for the next story arc for that Texas Blood. True. Next time I throw you to a book about the massive verse, I expect you to be ready. Um, I'm always ready to dump on it and move on. <laughs> Not care at all. Because you know why. And that is because you, you know why. cannot do superhero books in Image. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, go to Boom and know your station, Kyle. Know your station. This is Sarah Gailey and Liana Kangas. Uh, The wealthiest people in the solar system abandon the Earth for a private sanctuary in space, leaving the rest of us to die amidst cataclysmic climate climate change. Oh, I want to. This is your weird eat the rich girl. Yeah. Can that be me? Can I can I be the Mm -hmm. one? Can I be the guy that that leaves and goes to the private sanctuary, (laughs) leaving you, Kyle? Leave you behind. Don't nope. let the door hit you. Uh, ass on the way out, Drew. Uh, I'd, I'd take you with me. <laughs> I need a butler. Yes. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> uh, know your station. That looks pretty darn good. It's but, yeah. only Teenage Wasteland number one from Dark Horse. When his parents go out of town for the weekend, Mexican-American high schooler Javi decides to throw a party, one that'll launch him and his buds into popularity, or at least get them noticed by some girls. When things turn a turn for the worst, Javi and his friends are thrust into a situation and future they could never have possibly prepared for. For fans of Nice House on the Lake and What's the Furthest Place from Here?, or other comics with really long titles and cool high <laughs> concepts. It's exactly right. That's 100% right. Yeah. But it, it does, all those things appeal to me. Yeah. <laughs> like all of them. Oh, of course, quick, quick Stops number two. Yeah. Um, I like the homage variant for uh, number two there on the cover A. You know, Daredevil Momoko cover is pretty nice from Marvel. For issue six. Sorry, I was looking at Turtles covers. That's all right. Um, now, for the second issue of Fantastic Four, since I harped on first issue so much, you this did. one 
this one features Reed and Sue. So, so I think Johnny's going to get the third issue or just going to go right over him. Who knows? <laughs> uh, here come, here starts our dark web, our dark web number one here. So oh, what do we do with that? We throw it in the trash. We, we don't, we don't care. <laughs> what about Miles Morales relaunching? Yep. We a thousand percent care. And boy, do we love that Bengal connecting variant cover. So is, uh, so Zulu cat variant is a kind of a Scotty young meets kitten version of things. Yes. So it is yes. that his stick. Yes. Okay. So Chrissy Zulu makes people cats. Uh, moon, moon girl and devil dinosaur relaunches. <laughs> moon girl. Moon girl. Uh, with its first issue, it's back for five issues. So rock is happy out there somewhere teaching teaching generation the next generations and uh excited about his moon girl heck yeah that nick bradshaw cover is really nice probably uh trying to dump those nfts secret invasion number two of five still time for me to hop on that after all ryan north thanos death notes number one from marvel christopher cantwell and J. Michael Straczynski writing these. Spinning out of Donny Cates and Nick Klein's Thor comes an all-you-new Thanos one-shot with Ron Lim's return to the Mad Titan. Thanos is missing, presumed dead, but Thor has seen a vision of his return, and it's enough to make uh, a, even a god fear. To prepare himself to prepare the universe, Thor desperately searches for answers in Thanos' past and finds a glimpse of the Marvel Universe's dark future. A lot of these, uh, you know, Thanos one-shots have some really cool stuff in them. And we have the most wackadoo variant cover on that one, where we've almost got, like, a a, uh, a romance novel cover. Yeah. Not sure about that. Yeah, Extreme X-Men number one, but I'm not into the extreme. And here we go, Drew. Dynamite giving us Gargoyles number one, written by Greg Wiseman. My childhood rears its ugly head once again. What, that, that's the issue one? So the other, the one that got hot, was that a, a con variant? A con yes, correct. Correct. Okay. And here we have three different blank covers. So From Scout Comics, we get Thud Double Vision Magazine. Um, I'm not sure what that is, but Bo is a... Creative living in Okago who finds himself directionless and tired with his mundane existence. Yet despite his dissatisfaction, the one happy constant in his life is a comic book character that he has created and drawn since he was a kid. But then a terrible accident changes everything. Ooh, what could that be? What could that be, Thud? Could be anything. Tune in and find out. (laughs) Uh, American Mythology gives us Silent Night, Deadly Night, number one. A Christmas killer holiday book. Okay. It's that time of the year. Let's do some of those. We have a quested number one from Whatnot Publishing. Quested fuses the attitude of Hellboy and the fantasy adventure spirit of the Legend of Zelda. Do they now? At least that's what they're telling me. And why would that why would they lie? Why would they why would Whatnot lie? For my money. I mean what? Why why would they Manipulate us in any way. 
uh, Firstborns is from Sumerian Comics. It's from the writer and artist of Heavy Metal Drummer, which I think you like that one. Yeah. Stanley Green wakes up in the middle of the night from a restless nightmare. In it, his high school classmate, David Pilgrim, burns to death in front of his eyes. Oh, snap. Right after coming in contact with a strange artifact of alien origin. Firstborns. And family time, number one, from a blaze. The O'Connell family, Lily, 13, Tyler, 11, and their parents are vacationing in Ireland, and when they encounter an old man with mysterious crystal that seemingly teleports them a thousand years back in time. Oh, Kyle's out. Yep. It's too timey-wimey. Nope, we're done. So Frank Miller has his own publisher now. Yes. Frank Miller's Pandora, number one of a three-issue series, eight bucks a book. Chris Silvestri and Anthony Maraville with Emma Kubert doing the art for these. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a young adult fantasy created by Frank Miller with art by new sensation Emma Kubert. Not really new. She'd been around. Yep. This is yeah. the latest book in the great line of titles from Frank Miller presents. Nepotism. Um, Dahlia in the Dark, number one from Mad Cave. Uh, Joe Carolla, Andrea Milano, a washed-up hitman, takes one last job transporting a package cross-country in the hopes of seeing his estranged daughter again. Little does he know, this job is not going is going to get him caught in the middle of a war between the fairy realms. Oh, come on! You had it. You had a good little. You <laughs> had a good little hitman story. You know, road trip. You had to throw fairy realms into this thing. Why? <laughs> Why couldn't it just be a cross-country road trip? Why? Because yeah. I guess that doesn't sell in comics. That's true. Know. Must be it. That must be the reason. Kyle, so many things to choose from. What are you going to do? Well, I do like that family time, number one. I do like that Jai Lee Cavalry, uh, you know, thousand years back in time teleportation. Who knows on that one there? I do like that. It's only teenage wasteland. Number one was pretty yeah. cool. There's tons uh, of good ones. Yeah, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna go a little more chalk. I'm going to go with Miles Morales Spider-Man number one, and I'm going to go with the Bengal connecting variant. Okay, Bengal connecting variant. That sounds good. I'm gonna go with Know Your Station because I want to be with. I'm not the one percent, but I would love it for a while, for a little <laughs> while, to be the one percent. So I'm gonna live vicariously through those boogers. And uh, enjoy what Know Your Station has to say. That's, that looks really good. Very cool. And if you want to live vicariously through Comics for Fun and Profit, head on over to <laughs> Patreon.com, search Comics for Fun, but be part of our community, part of our everyday life, and part of our conversations. We appreciate you guys and all that you do for us, and we appreciate you stacking along to the end of the podcast. So for Drew and for myself, see you. We want to take this opportunity to once again thank you, our patrons and listeners, for sticking with us all these years. With nearly 800 episodes and counting, we couldn't have done this without listener feedback, patrons providing support, uh, those of you who reach out and say, hey, we like what you're doing, keep doing it. It makes it fun, keeps us energized, um, helps us gives us the ability and the want to add interviews like what Jason provides. So we would be remiss if we did not continually say thank you for you, the listener, and you, the patron, who've gone out of your way. Uh, went over to Patreon, 
facebook.com slash comics fun profit and signed up at any level to get involved with our slack channel to support us to get early access ad free access unedited access to us we really appreciate it and thank you